With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Kingdom Life with Prophetess Alandis Porter. This show is designed to feed and nourish kingdom leaders to reflect the heart of God. Listen and be blessed. Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to Kingdom Life. I am Apostle Alandis Porter. And you have tuned in to the Release the Word Radio Network. We thank you all for coming back and joining us again for the um, completion of this series. We'll be summing it up today of the series on the fruit of the Spirit. So we want you to really be excited. We'll be covering the last three, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control which are, are three very powerful, as as all the rest of them are, too. But we just really, really wanted to cover this because the fruit of the Spirit really shows the world that Christ is in your life and in your heart. That is the evidence, the fruit that you live. So we're going to take a real short break, and we want you to tell a friend, Get your notepads and your Bible and get ready because this is going to be wonderful. So I'm going to take a real short break and I'll be right back. Do you want to hear from my heart? 
All right. We're back. And if you're just tuning in, you've tuned in to the Release the Word Radio Network. And I'm Apostle Alandis Porter. And we are continuing our teaching on the fruit of the Spirit. And this will be the conclusion of that series. One thing that I truly want to point out about walking and living the fruit of the Spirit is that you definitely cannot live out the fruit of the Spirit without having a true relationship with God and having love for God and really wanting to please him. Because if you do it by um, just wanting to do this without being led by his spirit and allowing him truly to flow in your heart and live and have a relationship with him, it won't work because eventually your feelings are going to throw you off because these are attributes of God. We base it by our feelings alone, we'll fail because feelings are our feelings. And and we have to align those feelings with the word of God and with the spirit of God. So I really wanted to point that out because if you're trying to do it in yourself and on your own, you're not going to be able to do it without God and without his leading and without the Holy Spirit um, guiding your life. So let's continue. Today we're going to be talking about faithfulness. And let's define that. Faithfulness is the application of our faith. Because we are saved by Christ, he dwells in our hearts. So that means we have been infused with dependability upon him. We depend on him. We praise his name. And it truly lives in the being of who we are. But it's not our faith. Uh, Rather, it is the fruit of the character of our faith, what that character of faith contains. It, 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 so to speak, glues the fruit together, and it preserves that faith along with the Spirit of God. And it helps us to identify the will of God in our lives so that we continue to depend on him and trust in him and the others that God leads to our life and to our circle to surround us and encourage us and just um, support us in our faith walk. And faith is the one fruit that causes us to give back to God. Whereas faithfulness and the other fruits and characters are from the spirit working in us. But faith, we give it back to God. And and that's, that's wonderful to know because God gives us so many gifts that it's always wonderful to be able to give something back to him. So in our faithfulness, we become um, authentic in that. 
because it causes us to truly be who God has caused us to be. It causes us to be motivated and walk in the power of our Christianity. It it causes us to be conscious of even God being there because of who he is, because we know that he's trustworthy. We know that he's faithful. We know that he's there for us even when we fail, even when we fall. And it's not even dependent on what we see because Hebrews 11 and 1 tells us that faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So we have an unseen evidence that God is there for us because we don't see him because he's a spirit that we know he's there. We can feel his presence. We see the evidence of his works. We can apply what he has said to our lives, comes alive, and it manifests in our lives. So the thing that we can give back to God is our faith, and we do that through our faithfulness, being committed to those things that God gives you being committed to that vision, being committed to that that business, whatever it is that God has put in your hand, being committed to that and staying with it. We want to um, sow that back to God. So that's what we do with our faithfulness. We give that, excuse me, we give that back to God. We sow that seed Back to him. Now let's move on to gentleness. Gentleness is sometimes referred to as meekness. It is the fruit that will show calmness, personal care, and tenderness in meeting the needs of others. It is more than just a personality. It is to be who we are by the work of the spirit that's within us. This is not to be confused with weakness or lack of strength, but it is in being humble and gentle toward God and others. This also means being non-resistant to God and his work in us. Gentleness produces a desire and an effort to please God and to submit our will, to submit our aspirations to his will. And we, we give in to what's best in his eyesight for our lives. Because just like God has an idea of what he wants for our lives, we have an idea too. But when I truly want to um, please the Lord, I, I am gentle, and I apply that to every area of my life. And it that attribute comes out when I'm dealing with others. I have to be kind and gentle with them. And I'm not, I'm not able to do that within myself sometimes 
Because when we think about it, what about those people who are um, mean to us or or who hate us? Um, There are several of us. uh, I know uh, myself being a woman of color. There are some people that hate me just because of my color. But I can't cause that Christ lives in my heart. And, and hate is not an attribute of God. It, it's, it's neither a fruit of the Spirit. So I have to yet yield the fruit of, of God even beyond what I feel, even beyond what I experience. I have to allow that gentleness to produce a desire and an effort to please the Lord and and pleasing him is yielding to his will for my life. So even when dealing with others, I have to allow him to live through me and allow me to be gentle and kind and loving, even when faced with adversity, even when offense happens, even when I'm disappointed, when someone hurts my feelings or they um, don't do what they promised, or they betray me. All those different things, even in um, dealing with those different things, the fruit of the Spirit and the Spirit of God will cause me to yet be gentle with them. Because what I do is I keep my focus on Christ, and I keep my focus in pleasing him, and he will allow me to be humble. He will allow me to uh, tame my tongue when dealing with someone who may not deserve my gentleness, but when I flip that, I don't deserve God's gentleness for some of the things I have done. So I have to also keep in mind that I require gentleness as well. Even when I'm personally attacked, I still can react with the spirit of God and with the gentleness of God, just like he displays that to me. So we have to watch our actions when walking in the fruit of the spirit. We have to watch how we say things because sometimes when others hurt us and they disappoint us or 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 things or, or we're personally attacked, they may slander you or whatever may happen um, negatively. We want to react by what we feel. But sometimes we literally have to react by the truth we know. Because if we act by what we feel, it would be ugly. Um, Because for those of us who used to curse or anything like that, we'd be ready to curse the person out. So we we need to sit Jesus to the side for a moment and really tell him what's on my mind. But the thing about it is, if Jesus lives within you and he really controls your life and really is Lord of your life, not just Savior, you never sit your, your your religion to the side or what you believe to the side to walk in evil or to allow the enemy to have his way. 
Because once you open that door, the enemy is going to want to drive the car. He's not just going to want a, a, a second or seconds of your life. He's going to want to have a seat there. So you never want to allow that to happen. The Bible tells us to resist the devil so he will flee from us and let not our good be evil spoken of. So we don't even want there to be an event to happen where we just lose it and 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 just allow um our emotion just to take us over which is why we need to walk in the fruit of the spirit because those are attributes where the spirit of god takes over even in those moments where we really want to and don't get me wrong i think all of us who are saved and are believers, at some point or the other, we failed in this area, that we've allowed our emotions to take over. If that, if that were not the case, we would never have to say, I'm sorry. We would never have to go back and fix some things. There would never have to be restoration in our relationships because we would have always got it right. But we, we fall. We slip. We make mistakes. But we also can get that right. We can go back. We can apologize. We can um, allow God to bring repair, not just in us, but in our relationships, in our hearts, because sometimes we react out of things we even experienced in our past. It may be a past hurt that God brought up when an event happened in your life. But even in that, we want to allow the Holy Spirit to saturate those areas so that we can still walk in the fruit of the Spirit and not walk out of our hurt, and even past hurt. We want God to heal those areas and bring restoration in those areas. And it doesn't even mean necessarily that that relationship will be restored, but he will restore your heart. You'll be able to walk with that person and love them despite the fact that um, the relationship may never be what it was, but I yet love them. I yet can be kind to them, and I yet can be loving to them. Despite the fact we may not have the closeness that we had, we may not uh, walk together in business like we did, or whatever the situation may be. But I can walk in love with them, and we can be kind and we can be loving toward one another because we, in our hearts, we want to see the best for that person because we truly have the love of God in our hearts toward them. And this last one, it's a biggie. This is a big one. As a matter of fact, I'm going to take a short break before I go into the last one and we bring you the conclusion of this lesson. I'm going to take a short break, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about self-control. So we'll be right back.
All right. We're back, and we're going to sum up this lesson on the fruit of the Spirit. And the last one is self-control, which is uh, a big part of all of the fruit of the Spirit. Control is sometimes referred to as temperance. It is allowing God to be in control of our will and our hearts. And it causes us to be diligent in seeking the spirit of God to enable us to conquer in all the fruit of the spirit, in our actions, in our speaking, in everything that we do. We want to allow God to control that. We can know what to do and what not to do. It causes us to guard um, the areas where we're weak because in those areas is when that is where it will show whether or not we're walking in the spirit, whether we're being led by our flesh or our emotions versus being led by the spirit of God. But we also have to guard those places as well. This will allow us to have um, discipline and restraint in obedience to God and to others. Um, It will cause us to have self-control when dealing with others. It causes us to not allow distractions to um, throw us off course or to remove us from his will and his plan for our life. So we will not be held back from what God called us to do. And really what it comes down to with self-control is our trust in the Lord, that we are trusting him with our lives. We're trusting him with our situation. We're trusting him with our hearts. We're trusting him with our future because we see and know what he's done in our past. We know God's track record, and we know if he brought us through it before, he can bring it through it again. And we know that God will cover us, and he'll be there for us. So us allowing him to take control of us not just in the fruit of, not just with self-control, but with all the nine fruit of the Spirit. That will allow us to walk in those attributes because we trust God with our lives. So I sincerely hope that this series has blessed you. I pray that you have learned what each and every one is and what it means to your walk with God, you will allow God to saturate your heart, saturate every area of your personality so that you will produce these attributes in your life. But like I just said, it comes down to the trust in the Lord. And even if you've got trust issues and you've got a hard time trusting 
you pray and ask the Lord to help you in that area and yield that that part of your heart to him and say, Lord, help me. Help me to trust you. Help me to believe and know that you won't leave me alone. You won't leave me standing by myself. You won't snatch the rug out from under me, but you'll be right there with me, carrying me and supporting me in whatever I say and do. And he'll be right there. The good news is about it. Look at what God has been in your life, and that'll help you to trust him more. And for those of you who have uh, studied uh, more on the fruit of the Spirit, you will uh, understand and know, and I don't know how many people knew this, that in Second Peter it talks about more fruits of the Spirit. It goes into uh, different fruit of the Spirit. And um, just for future reference and just for your reference altogether, um, you can go there and study those out, and 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 they'll even help you uh, to live even more in the spirit of God and live more by his attributes. But the one thing that supports them all is the glue that holds each and every one of the fruit of the spirit, the nine here and the extra ones in Second Peter, is love. If love is not at the core of everything that you do, in every word that you say, if the love of God is not the underlying motive underneath it all, none of it will be successful. None of it will work effectively. Love must be at the core unless you'll do it temporarily and then you'll stop because love won't be the motivation. So we want love to be at the core of everything that we say and do. So we want to allow the fruit of the Spirit to lead our lives. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We thank you for this series on the fruit of the Spirit. I thank you for being a vessel to teach and speak your word to your people. Father, I ask that you would allow this word to be sealed in our hearts. We bind every enemy that will come to kill, steal, and destroy the word that has been sown in us, and we decree and declare that we will not just be hearers of the word, but we will be doers also. Holy Spirit, we invite you in to lead us into all truth, and we trust you with our hearts and with our lives to lead us and guide us in everything that we say and do so that we can walk out and walk in the fruit of the Spirit in our everyday lives with everyone we encounter, even our enemies. Father, we thank you, God, Lord, for leading us and guiding us in everything that we say and do and bringing us into alignment with your will. Father, we come out of agreement with anything that would hinder our walk with you and will hinder us from walking in the spirit. Lord, we thank you for victory in every area of our lives, and we decree and declare that we shall produce fruit in our daily lives and in everything that we encounter. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Thank you once again for joining Kingdom Life on the Release the Word Network, and 
We pray that you'll join us next time. Until then, keep living in full effect for the King. God bless you. If you were blessed by this program and would like to learn more about our products and services, connect with us on Facebook at Kingdom Advancement Global Ministries. Follow us on Twitter at KAG Ministries or visit us on the web at KAGMinistries.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.